Ang favorite verse na ako sa Bible is Jeremiah 3.19 If you'd like to go there I like, the, I like this verse because I like the promise that God gave sa atin lahat Sabi ng Jeremiah 3.19 Then I said how I would set you among my sons And give you a pleasant land The most beautiful inheritance of the nations And I said you shall call me my father and not turn away from following me. Do you like to receive a pleasant land from the Lord na inyong inheritance? You like to receive that? Now, do you think everybody in the world can, ex- can, can expect to receive an inheritance from the Lord? Hindi, di ba? Kasi alam natin na before you receive an inheritance, you must first become his child or be a child of God. Kasi a father will only give his inheritance to his children and never to his slaves. Pero ang tanong, what are you today? Are you a child or are you a slave? Child unta, no? Unta, no? Pero how do we know na anak ta sa ginoo? John 1.12 tells us that if we receive Jesus as Lord and believe in Him as Savior, then sabi niya, we will receive the right to become children of God. So therefore, only those who receive and believe in Jesus can expect an inheritance. Tama? So sino sa inyo ang anak ng Diyos dito? Sino sa inyo? Okay. Yung mga nagtaas ng kamay, akala lang nyo yun. <laughs> Bakit ko nasabi akala lang nyo yun? Kasi I am learning that many people think that they are already children of God. Maski hindi pa. So they are waiting for an inheritance that will never come because they have not fulfilled the things God requires of them. Na realize ko na many of us do not understand properly what it means to receive and believe. Let me explain this ha. Alam ba niyo na it is easy to receive a gift? Diba maski ayaw mo yung regalo, pwede mo bang tanggapin? Pwede. Pag ayaw mo sa kanya, ano gagawin mo? Pwede mong hindi gamitin, you set it aside, or pwede mo rin ipamigay. So, it is easy to receive something. However, my next question is, when you receive a gift from a certain person, that is, does it necessarily mean na you believe in that person also? Hindi pa rin, di ba? Like for example, di ba, you go around, people give away religious pamphlets. Nakatanggap ka na ba? May tinanggap ka, ano ginawa mo? Binasa mo for a while, tapos iba, tinapon natin. Diba? Does it mean may tinanggap ka, naniwala ka kagad? Pero, in Christianity, naniniwala tayo when a person receives Jesus by saying this sinner's prayer, acceptance prayer, automatically believer na siya. And automatically, he has, pla- he has a place in heaven. So, ang tanong ko, bakit ganun? Diba sometimes we can receive something kasi napilitan lang tayo and it doesn't mean may tinanggap ka, naniwala ka. Pero in Christianity, automatic tong mga bagay na to. So, kaya sabi ko sa inyo, yung sa mga nagsabing, anak kayo ni God because you receive and believe, sabi ko sa inyo, akala lang nyo yun because again, some of us have really accepted without understanding what it means to believe. So, pag hindi mo naintindihan yung believing, hindi mo na kompleto yung requirement ni God para magikang anak. So, sabi ko sa inyo kanina, akala lang nyo yun. So, this morning, what I'd like to do, 
is to be able to explain to you ano ba talaga ang ibig sabihin ng believing. Because the inheritance that you are expecting will depend on this. At the end of this message, I want you to answer this question. Am I really a believer? If your answer is yes at the end, then walang problema. But if your answer is no, I hope this message will help you to decide kung ano dapat ang gawin natin to become believers. Let's pray first. Heavenly Father, as we meet this, this, this Sunday, Lord, will you make it warm by your presence? Will you also bless us as we come? Lord, kami, we came to worship you. And ang hope ko, Lord, natuwa ka sa pagdating namin. So, Lord, kung natuwa ka, pwede ba, Lord, kausapin mo kami? Will you allow us, Father, to hear from you directly? And will you minister to our needs? Father, my hope and my prayer is that we will truly understand what it needs, what we need to do to become your child or your children. I pray, dear God, that you speak to us in a very, very personal way. Na sana, Lord, walang umuwi sa amin na hindi mo kinausap, including me. I pray, Father, for your grace, the grace to understand, and also for me, the grace to be able to share your word with power from your spirit. We commit to you our time, dear God. In Jesus' name we pray. Alam mo, when I was checking, the Greek word for believe is pisteos. Ang ibig niyang sabihin is to think that something is true. It also implies trust towards an idea or a person. But is it enough to know something or to trust in a person to say that you are already a believer? Alam mo, there's a story in the Bible that has bothered me for a long time. In fact, when I saw it the first time, it made me question the idea of believing and also the concept of faith. It is a story that led me to make this message because bumalik na naman ako sa Genesis. When I was reading Number, I stumbled on this story again. And we see that story on Numbers chapter 20, verses 7 to 11. Numbers 20, verses 7 to 11. Itong kwento na to, iniyakan to ni Chabi. Okay? But anyway, let me read verse 7. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation and speak to the rock before their eyes, that it may yield its water. You shall thus bring forth water from them out of the rock, and let the congregation and their beast drink. So Moses took the rod from, the, from before the Lord, just as he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly before the rock. And he said to them, Listen now, you rebels. Shall we bring forth water for you out of the rock? Then Moses lift, lifted up his hands and struck the rock twice with his rod. And water came forth abundantly. And the congregation and their beast drank. Did Moses know that God is Lord? Did he know that? Did he know that? Did he believe that his ways are true? Did Did Moses trust the Lord and follow these ways? It was a good thing, oh, diba? Diba? He would not have endured the wilderness with the Jews if he did not believe that God is Lord. If you were God, would you be happy with what Moses has accomplished for you? Would you? Ako, if I were God, I will not only be happy with Moses, I'd be very, very proud of him. However, 
Do you know that God do you know how God responded to Moses after he struck the stone twice? Look at the next verse in verse 12. Sabi dyan, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you have not believed me to treat me as holy in the sight of the sons of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given you. You know, God told Moses, sabi niya, because you did not believe me. Ang tanong, ha? Anong, anong, anong God, Moses did not believe him? How can God say that Moses did not believe him? You know, because of what Moses did that day, God did not allow him to enter the promised land. And so, si Moses forfeited his inheritance in the land that he longed to go into. Remember how he started this, this, this message? Sabi ko, my favorite verse is Jeremiah 3.19 Because God promised a pleasant land for an inheritance. However, ibibigay lang yan sa anak. And sinabi natin, ang anak ni God are those who receive and believe. And yet, si Moses was one of the person with one of the greatest faith in history. And yet, God said, because you did not believe me. And then, he forfeited an inheritance. Diba? Something he longed for. Something he wanted to have. Only because he did not believe. How can God say that Moses did not believe him? You know, if you think about it, how many times did Moses defend the Lord before the Jews? And how long did Moses endure the desert just to complete what God told him to do? Was God too, was God too harsh towards Moses that day? You know, alam nyo, many people feel very sorry for Moses and they think God is unfair. Si Chabi, iniyakan niya yan. Iniyakan niya yung kwento na yan. So, question is, was God unfair? Or baka naman, kailangan lang natin maintindihan mabuti ang ibig sabihin ng to believe. Baka meron tayong hindi naintindihan sa konsepto na yan. If the Greek word for believe is pisteos, which means to trust on a person or an idea, The Hebrew word for believe is aman. Ang ibig namang sabihin ng aman is to be faithful, to be loyal to that person. Aman means that when you believe, you are trustworthy and dependable before the Lord. So, aman does not talk about the person. Aman talks about what you do towards the person. So, while Pisteus will say that to believe means to trust in a person, Aman will say that to believe means to obey whatever that person tells you to do. So, before God, believing is not just about knowing. More importantly, it is about obeying and your doing. Do you know what God told Moses or warned Moses about before that day on the rock? Can you go to Exodus chapter 15? Exodus 15 means kalalabas lang nila si Egypt. And God was giving them instruction on how to respond to him. In Exodus 15 verse 26, sabi dyan, And he said, If you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God, 
and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandment and keep his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptian, for I, the Lord, am God your healer. God told Moses that he expects him and all Israel to heed his voice and do what is right in his sight, not in their sight. Are you, do you understand what I'm telling you? Before this event, sinabi na ni God, in re, you respond to me by heeding my voice and doing what is right in my sight. So God told Moses this already. When Moses struck the rock, instead of speaking to it, he did not pay attention to the instruction of the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? He did not heed what God told him. When he struck him, he also decided to do what was right for himself, not for the Lord. Are you following what I'm telling you? Diba? Nung binago niya, hindi, ibig sabihin, hindi siya nakinig or hindi niya gustong gawin. Nung pinalo niya, he decided, kasi galit siya, he decided to do what was right for him, not right for the Lord. This is why in Numbers 20 verse 12, God told Moses, You did not believe in me and did not treat me as holy. Why would God say that he did not treat him as holy? Because ang Hebrew word ng holy is kadash, which means to be set apart to do God's work. Therefore, to be holy means to serve God the way He wants to be served, not the way you want Him, to, you want to serve Him. What do I mean? You know, many times, gusto natin gawin yung gusto natin, di ba? Have you ever been trying to please a person? And then, nung may ginawa ka, hindi siya natuwa. Ako, example ko dyan, yung... When I was still in Manila, I was working for HP and I would work, I would go home 10 in the evening. Para matuwa ang Mrs. Ko, one time I was in traffic, may dumating na merong roses. Yung long stem pa, mahal yun. So I decided bumili ng tatlo para matuwa yung Mrs. Ko. And I was very excited na sana matuwa siya. Nung pag-uwi ko, pagbigay ko, sabi niya, nagsayang ka lang ng pera. Sana hindi ka bumili ng rose. Sana chocolate na lang. Can you imagine? Ang mahal nung binili kong rose, hindi siya natuwa kasi chocolate ang gusto niya. ba? Kung gusto mo matuwa yung tao, ang bibigay mo yung gusto niya. Parang si Pastor L, gusto niya ng cake. Pag gusto, pag, pag regalo siya kay May, cake dadali niya. Eh si May hindi natutuwa sa chocolate, asa ah, sa cake, sa ice cream siya natutuwa. ba? So, ganun din kay God. If you want to, to make Him happy, God wants you to serve Him according to what He wants you to do not according to what you want to do. Yan, di ba? Minsan sabihin natin sa regalo, di ba? It's the thought that counts. Di ba? Minsan binigyan ka ng regalo na pangit. Natuwa ka sa thought nila? Hindi <laughs> <laughs> pa rin, di ba? So if you want to please a person, you do what He wants you to do. And when you want to please the Lord, 
you do according to what he tells you. You know, kanina I asked you, no? If I asked you, are you a believer? And many of you said yes. Tapos sabi ko sa inyo, akala mo lang yun. Kasi many people have trusted that God will bring them to heaven. However, they do not believe Him enough to do what He tells them to do while we are still here on earth. Diba? I told you before, diba? Our struggle in life is not to do what is right or wrong. Most of us, ang struggle natin to do is what is right and good. What is right before the Lord or what is good for you. And many of you are making decisions based on what is good for you. Ang question lang, is it right for the Lord? Si Moses, or many of us are like Moses. We like to do things according to our ways, not according to what the Lord is telling you. If you are a person like this, you have been following the Lord, but every time He tells you something, binabago mo. Can you call yourself a believer? Hindi siguro, no? If you have been responding to God this way, can you call yourself a child? Hindi siguro, no? So that means we will forfeit the inheritance He has reserved for His children, the good life that He intends for you. Pero ang tanong, why was God so angry with Moses when he did not talk to the rock? You know, God explained this in Numbers chapter 27. Can you go to Numbers chapter 27? We'll read verses 14 to verse, we'll read verses 12 to 14. Sabi ng verse 12. Then the Lord God said to Moses, "Go up to this mountain of Abarim." And see the land which I have given to the sons of Israel. When you have seen this, you too will be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother was. For in the wilderness of sin, during the strife of the congregation, you rebelled against my command to treat me to treat me as holy before the eyes, before their eyes at the water of Meribah of Kadesh in the wilderness. Of sin. Why was God so angry? Because Moses changed his instruction. And para kay God, it is rebellion. You know, many of us, we feel na wala tayong ginawang kasalanan because we did not violate the Ten Commandments. We come on Sunday for worship. We don't have idols. We, don't, we, we, we did not kill. We did not steal. And yet, many of us, we keep on changing the Lord's commandment. Sabi ni God ganito, ayaw mo. Do you know that God calls that rebellion? Si Moses, sinabihan niya ng ganun, di ba? And then, meron din siyang sinabihan ng isang tao na ganyan. Do you remember? A person na sinabihan niya, you rebelled against me for not following my instruction. Do you remember? Sino yan? Si King Saul. So I realized, hindi pala ito yung kay King Saul was not the first time that this happened. Can you go to 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 to 23? Chapter 15, verse 22. Sabi niya, Samuel said, Has the Lord as much delight in burnt offering and sacrifices 
as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed the fat of the ram. For rebellion is, is the sin of divination, and insubordination is a sin of iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the Lord your God, who has also rejected you from, from being king. You know, I mean, some people, they feel that God will, please, will be pleased if they offer sacrifices. You know, I, I've heard so many pastors, no, they're willing, meron, meron sinabi, sino ba nagsabi na, si Pastor Sol Bayon o si Pastor Neil, na meron isang pastor, pumunta ng Japan, nag-TNT siya, kasi sabi niya, yun daw siya pinapadala ni God, nag-TNT, iniwan yung pamilya. So, sabi niya, feeling niya, God wants him to make that sacrifice. And to one of our training, tinawagan niya yung isang trainee, sabi niya, Pare, bye, ikaw na bahala sa aking pamilya. Kasi dito ako pinapadala ni God. Anong tawag doon? Hindi lang rebellious, buang yun. Di ba, ibili ni mo imong pamilya kayo kasi yun ang sabi ni God? Because you think God will be pleased by your sacrifice? Sabi ni God, anong silbi ng sacrifice mo if you will not obey what I tell you to do? Diba? So, I realize maraming tao are not believing the Lord because they would reject one commandment to fulfill another, to share the gospel and yet not take care of your family. Diba? What a foolish way to obey the Lord. Ako, naniniwala ako, yung tao na pagparay sa Japan, pati na pamilya niya kasama. And they, will not, they do not have to suffer. They will have a good life. Why? Because you're a child. Diba? I always tell you, diba? people believe in leaping in faith. Why do you leap in faith? Your father does not want you to leap in faith because your father will take care of you. Diba? To leap in faith is bahala na. Sige Lord, you bless me. Diba? Pwede lang yan if, you're, if God, is a, if God is, a, is a master. But father will take care of his children. Diba? Ako si Daniel, we always visit him. We make sure okay siya. Diba? Because a, a father will always provide. Hindi bahala ka na. So ngayon ko lang na-realize na what happened to Saul actually happened to Moses first. Now what this is showing us, this shows us that God does not play favorite. That He will require all of us to act on what we already know. Diba? Alam niya na eh. It also shows that God will be consistent and faithful to His nature and character. Diba? He gave us all these stories so that we will see how God responds para hindi tayo malito. You know, when we were studying this topic sa Bible study namin, one of our members nag-react, sabi niya, the situation was unfair to Moses. Sabi niya, samasaba ng loob ko para kay Moses. Diba? Sabi niya, Paano na lang ang lahat ng ginawa na tama ni Moses noon? Does that make sense? Yes. However, ang pitanong ako sa inyo, do you do good so that you can pay for the bad you will do in the future? Does the good that do you do in the past can pay for the bad you will do in the future? Alam mo, if God allows that, ang gulo-gulo ng mundo natin. Bakit? Kasi bayaman lang ang pupunta sa langit. Pwede ako magnakaw kasi naging mabait naman ako. Di ba? And besides, why do you do good? Because, di ba, it's your responsibility before the God who saved you 
and the God who loved you? Di ba, para rin yan, di ba? In, in the company, pwede mo bang sabihin, pag nagnakaw ka sa kumpanya, naging mabait naman ako kahapon, ha? Di ba, what you do today will, be, will, will judge you based on what you do today. So, maski naging mabait si Moses before, it was just his responsibility before the Lord. When he changed the Lord's instruction, God had the right to respond properly. Bakit? Kasi winar naman sila, di ba? We read the warning in Exodus 15, di ba? Sabi niya, you should heed my voice, you should pay attention to me, you should do what is right before me. And then God will always repeat, and all will be well with you. Di ba? There's this warning naman and there's this promise. Do you know bakit ang gulo-gulo ng mundo natin today? I believe it is because the so-called believers keep on modifying the instructions of the Lord to fit what is right before their eyes. You know, okay, I'm afraid that some of your decision, you have made it because it fits you. Ang tanong ko, does it fit the Lord? Sabi niya, do things, what do what is right before my sight and it will be well with you. Some of you are making decisions based on what is right for you. You know, as we continue to do this, we do not only forfeit the inheritance that God wants to give us, but also put a curse upon ourselves. Let me give you some examples. You know, some people reject the death penalty. You know, some bad, a lot of people have been arguing with me about that. And there was one friend who told me, I cannot imagine a person who would teach the Bible to agree with the death penalty. So, akala niya, I, I like the death penalty only because, sabi ni Duterte, of course not. I agree with the death penalty kasi sabi ni Gade, purge the evil from among you. Anong purge the evil from among you? If a person is evil, patayin mo yan. Bakit? Mga hawa eh. So, we don't like the death penalty. We want lifelong imprisonment. So, ano nangyayari? Imagine, pinapakain mo pa. Okay? Pagkatapos, gumagawa pa ng krimen. Kung pinatay mo na hindi wala ng krimen, wala ka pang pinakain, mas mura siya. No, I do not think, I do not think God is thinking mas mura siya. I am thinking that God is thinking, mga hawa pa yan. Gagawa pa yan. So it will be well with you when you purge the evil from among you. Some pub people are saying, let's rehabilitate them. Some kind of some kind of crime can be rehabilitated, but others cannot. You must purge the evil from among you. So death penalty is biblical. Pero ayaw natin eh. Kaya ang gulo-gulo natin. We preserve the rights of people. Ang tanong ko, that is your that is what you think is right. Ano ang right? before the Lord. Diba? Some people insist that homosexuality is acceptable to the Lord. Alam mo, ulitin ko ang stand ko, if you want to be a homosexual, wala akong problema. You want, the, what, you want that eh. But do not say it is acceptable to the Lord because you're just fooling yourself. God will never accept it. Okay? Now, if that is your preference, God's telling you, change and all will be well. Diba today, today, diba, mer- recently lang, meron naging best actress. The first transgender na best actress na Pilipina. So, what are you telling the world? It's okay. Diba? So, lalong dadami. Lalo tayong makakurse ni God. Some people believe that God has abolished tithing because He replaced it with 
sacrificial giving or giving abundantly. So there was this person who argued with me. Tagal namin nag-argue. At the end, sabi ko lang sa kanya, wala naman akong problema dyan sa sacrificial giving ninyo or uh, giving generously as long as it's 10%. Sabi niya, wala nang kailangan ng ganyan. Sabi ko sa kanya, basta ako play safe. Ano play safe? I give what God asked me to do. Ano namang nawala sa akin? I-act kanya pa rin naman lahat yon. Tapos sabi pa niya, pag magbigay ako, He will bless me abundantly. Ano namang nawala? Di ba? So I always tell people, basta ako, I will play safe. Kung ano sabi ng Bible, yan ang gagawin ko. Di ba yun ang tanong ko sa inyo? Ano namang nawala sa inyo? Di ba? When we insist on doing things our way, when we change the commandment of the Lord, when you do not act on what you know already, ang tawag ni God sa'yo, unbeliever and a rebel. If you want to be a true believer, you know we should learn from a man named Caleb. Can you go to Deuteronomy chapter 1? Deuteronomy chapter 1, we'll read verses 34 to 37. Sabi ng 34, Then the Lord heard the sound of your word, and he was angry and took an oath, saying, Not one of these men, this evil generation, shall see the good land which I swore to give your fathers, except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. He shall see it. To him, uh, to him and to his sons, I give the land on which he has set foot, because he had followed the Lord fully. The Lord was angry with me also on your account, saying, Not even you shall enter there. What was the sin? What great sin did the Jews do to warrant that punishment na di sila kasulod? Did they kill somebody? Di ba sabi lang nila, sabi ni God, you go in. Sabi na ayaw namin. You know, you notice many of the things that forfeits our blessing are very ordinary commandments, not big and major sin. Sinabi ni God, dito ka, you insist on going somewhere else. When God said, okay, sige, huwag na kayo pumunta. Dito na lang kayo, balik na tayo sa wilderness. Sabi, nino na papunta kami. Lalong nagalit si God. Maraming namatay. Di ba? We keep changing the instructions eh. And akala natin, Christianity is about preserving the Ten Commandments. No, it's preserving all the commandments. Then sabi niya, you follow. Sabi niya si Caleb. Of all the Jews who left Egypt, God differentiated one man from the from among the rest. He honored Caleb as the as the man who followed him fully. So the key word in verse thirty six is the word fully. This means Caleb will do as God would command. It implies that Caleb is trustworthy, and he can be depended on. Kayo, are you the same? You know, between Caleb and Moses, who accomplished the most? Moses. But ano sabi ni God? Who was the most dependable? Caleb. I don't know the story of Caleb. Ah, I don't know how he lived his life. Pero Moses did more for the Lord. Pero magad is just saying, si Caleb. Pag may sinabi ako yan, gagawin yan. You understand the difference? 
Okay? And ano bang ano bang kinag ano bang malaking ginawa ni ni Caleb para kay God? Wala lang. Sabi na pasok tayo. Kasi we will defeat them is God is with us. 'Di ba? 'Yun lang. And siguro throughout his life, he would just obey the Lord. So it is not about the big things that you obey. It is the small things kasama 'yon. So tanong ko sa iyo, how are you in your believing? Do you insist on what is right for you or do you seek what is right for the Lord? So ang tanong ko, are you a believer? If you have not been fully obeying the Lord and have been insisting on doing your ways, then you are an unbeliever. So are you destined for hell because you are un- you have unbelief? I hope not. But I am sure that if you continue to insist on doing things your way, the blessing that is reserved for you, you will forfeit. Si Saul forfeited God's favor as king of Israel, while Moses forfeited his inheritance in the promised land. They are no better than you. You are now. They are not worse. God will treat you in the same way. So ang hope ko, it will not happen to you na sana you will not forfeit any good thing that God has reserved for you. However, many of us have failed to obey already. What can we do in order to correct that? Can we go to Deuteronomy chapter 30? Deuteronomy chapter 30, sabi ng verse 1, So it shall be when all these things have come upon you, the blessing and the curse which have I, which I have set before you, and you call them to mind in all the land where the where your God has banished you, and you return to the Lord your God and obey Him with all your heart and soul, according to all that I command you today and your son. Sabi ni God. It is possible that you will someday disobey me. However, if that happens, you remember the Lord and return to Him, and then He said something very important in verse two: that you obey according to all that He commands. What does that mean? Ano ibig sabihin yung obey according to all? Ang ibig sabihin yun yung obey according to all He says, according to how He said it. Naintindihan ba niyo yun? True obedience is you obey everything He tells you to do according to how He he tells you to do without any excuse. Ano? Ako, I'm very, very proud of si Joy and si Chubby kasi when I told them to submit to their husband, dati ang tanong nila, bakit? <laughs> Di ba? Ngayon, ang tanong nila, papano? No? Okay? Okay? Ay, yung iba magtatulong, bakit? Di ba? Ang tamang obedience, papano? Papano ko gagawin? It also means that if we have received Jesus as Savior and Lord, that we should not be selective in what we obey. Instead, we should strive to obey everything He says. Listen to this. Do not force God to change His plan 
because you find it hard to obey. Instead, change your ways. Bakit? Because it will be ultimately good for you. Eh? Because the best place to be is in the middle of God's will. Diba? And we keep asking God change. You know, si Denise sometimes told me, sabi niya, you know, Papa, it will be well for you if you just concentrate on your speaking opportunities. Why? Because the earning potential is good. Diba? Sabi niya, kaya mo rin gawin yung ginagawa niya. Totoo yun. Pero hindi yun ang pinapagawa ni God sa akin eh. Okay? So, maski wala na kayo lahat, nasa similya pa rin ako. Kasi makapagalitan ako ni God eh. Diba? Sabi ko kay Dennis, I cannot. Okay? Kasi hindi yan ang pinapagawa. I wish I can. Then, well, hindi ko na problemahin sweldo ni Pastor Neil, pa, ay, ni Pastor Sol, ni Pastor L. Diba? However, hindi yun pinapagawa ni God sa akin eh. Baka pagbaguhin ko, delikado ko, I forfeit a blessing that is intended for me. Many times, the Bible tells us not to add and to remove from His Word. Si Eve made that mistake when she added to the commandment of the Lord by saying that God told them not to touch the fruit. So, Satan used it to, take, to make God look bad. Si Saul made the same mistake when he removed something from the instruction of the Lord when he spared the, the, king, the life of the king of the Amalekites. When they added and removed something from the instruction of the Lord, they became unbelievers and they forfeited great blessing. Ano forfeited great blessing? Adam and Eve were destined to grow old in the garden. Saul was the first king of Israel. He was destined for greatness. There was nothing more greater than the plan of the Lord. However, they forfeited that when they insisted on their own plan. You know, as, the, as I end, let me tell you a story of two brothers who were asked by their fathers to do something. Can you go to Matthew 21? Matthew 21. We'll be reading verses 28 to 31. Sabi ng verse 28, But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in the vineyard. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards, he regretted it and went. And, and went. The man came to the second and said, the same thing and he answered i will i will sir and he did not go which of the two did the will of his father they said the first jesus said to them truly i say to you that the tax collector and prostitutes will go into the kingdom of god before you who are you between these two brothers are you the person who call yourself christians or maybe you became you studied to become a pastor and promise God that I will obey you and then you do not do so. Or are you an ordinary person, you know? Ordinary. Katulad ni Junre, no? Who has done has done many bad things in their life and yet decided I will commit to obey the Lord. You know, ako, I wish you'd be the latter. Diba? Because the first one has no advantage. Believing is not about knowing that something is true and trusting that a person is good. 
Believing is about doing what you know is true and obeying the person you trust. If you add anything, if you add or remove anything from what he tells you to do, that means you are rebelling against him and are not fully following him. So let me end by asking you the question I asked you kanina. Are you, are you a believer or are you not? Your answer will determine if you can expect an inheritance from the Lord because your answer will decide whether you are His child or not. So tonight, today, pag-isipan nyo mabuti. But let me just give you an encouragement. People always struggle with believing. And I always ask, ano bang mawawala sa'yo? When you believe, ano bang mawawala sa'yo? Oftentimes, ang nawala lang sa atin, our pride. What we think is right for us. And often, the things that we think is right for us leads us to destruction. God as a father would never want that for you. He would always want you to have a good life. So why insist on disobeying when there's many benefit on believing? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that we can worship today. And in spite of our number, you continue to allow us to feel the warmth of your presence. Father, I pray that all of us will act on what we heard from you. And Father, it is my desire that none of us will forfeit your blessing. But instead, Father, we will move forward and obey according to what you tell us to do and all that you tell us to do so that we can continue to pursue the good life that you prepared for us. Lord, we do not know Caleb, but will you give us a heart like Caleb? Will you give us a heart that would fully obey you in everything you tell us to do? I pray blessings for my friends. I pray blessing for this whole day for them. Nasana, Lord, they enjoy this time with their family. In Jesus' name we pray.